specifically from the message. At that point, Peter got up the nerve to ask, Master, how many times do I forgive a brother or sister who hurts me? Seven? Jesus replied, seven? Hardly. Try 70 times seven. Leave that verse up, guys, for just a moment. Verse 22. Jewish sources tell us from a later period, but maybe representing this second temple period in which Jesus was operating, that the Jewish rabbis had a similar question posed to them, and their answer had been that it was sufficient to forgive someone three times. Three times. If somebody sinned against you or harmed you or did aught against you, in a particular circumstance, that you would forgive them three times. Peter may have even picked up from Jesus this number seven, but what I'd like to submit to you is that Peter had a cultural assumption that there was a limit on how often he needed to forgive. I think that that's implicit in the question, Master, how many times? I need a number. I need a quantity. I need a limitation. And Jesus' answer was not to tell him in a coded way 490 times. If that's what you took away from the passage, you missed the point. Jesus picked a mechanism to show the ludicrousness of Peter's question and to simply point them to the reality that they were expected to forgive again and again and again. All of us struggle with our assumptions. And our assumptions are most of the time rooted and grounded in our cultural background. And please understand that culture is basically your operating system. It is the compilation of all of your past experiences. And in fact, as we've discovered in small groups over this last three months, our culture is really beyond even our memory because like the story of the, of the person who cut off the end of the ham and the daughter asked, why did you cut off the end of the ham before baking it? And she says, I don't know. It's what my mother always did. And so then she calls her mother and says, why did we cut off the end of the ham? And the grandma of the one initially asking says to her daughter, oh, honey, I only cut off the end of the ham because the ham was too big for my pan. Well, they had a plenty big pan, but they're still cutting off the end of the ham. Things pass down to us, and we don't even know why we do what we do. They've been passed down to us across multiple generations. In fact, if you study sociologically, a people have a culture that's passed down because of the shared experiences. And so all of these assumptions that are very much inside of our DNA, if you will, our operating system, they give us the defaults of how we're going to respond. And so Peter, I submit to you, is coming to Jesus with a cultural assumption. There's a limit on how often I need to forgive. 
We know from Scripture that when the Lord loves us, He corrects and challenges our cultural assumptions. I'm going to say that again. When the Lord loves us, He corrects and challenges our cultural assumptions. So I ask you a question this morning. What is the true definition of discipleship? Jesus gives us a, a mandate that if anyone will be my disciple, he must or she must deny self, take up the cross, and follow me. So the starting place of discipleship is self-denial. In other words, things don't go my way. When we are challenged and even corrected in our cultural assumptions, and I keep saying cultural assumptions to emphasize the fact that the assumptions come from our culture. You don't get assumptions anywhere else. They come from the things that you don't think you need to make a decision about. They make sense to you. And the reason they make sense to you is because of your past experiences and because grandma had too small a pan for the ham. Some of them you can think through why you assume what you assume, but others you have no idea. You're simply emulating what preceded you. Discipleship is defined by self-denial. And when we are challenged and even corrected in our cultural assumptions, this morning I ask you, how do you respond? Do you, do we clutch at the culturally familiar or do we allow ourselves to be challenged? We don't get in Peter's story what Peter's response in this particular case was. Did Peter try to argue and say, now, 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 now Jesus, the, the rabbi that I went to school with said three. Do we clutch at that which is familiar or do we allow ourselves to be challenged and to think? Do we balk at another perspective or do we allow ourselves to be corrected? Do we even submit to that corrective? This morning, I'd like to submit to you that discipleship defined is all about correction and challenge. This is how the teacher taught Peter. Can the teacher teach you? Are you willing to have your cultural assumptions challenged? Are you willing for different perspectives to come your way, sometimes directly from God? sometimes directly from his word, and sometimes through lowly messengers like donkeys and roosters and preachers. This is how the teacher taught Peter. Can the teacher teach you? And that is just a thought. 